Shelby's nickname was Banana, but only because some random girl started calling her that one day. So we named our channel Pickle and Banana. Quick side note about P&B, I can't stand the name now. I feel like I have to explain the origin all the time because so many dirty-minded people thought it had something to do with, well, you know. It was very innocent though, I swear. Anyway, we did a few music parodies. I knew how to use a video camera since I'd always made home movies when I went on vacation with my family. Even though I could be shy in real life, I always came alive in front of the camera. I directed Shelby and myself singing and dancing around to Britney Spears, Black Eyed Peas, and Aaron Carter. Unfortunately, she got kind of bored with it all because her schedule was already really busy and it usually took all day to make just one video. I continued to watch videos in my free time over the next few months and slowly began itching to get back involved. I kept commenting on my favorite YouTubers' videos and started to amass a whole new social circle online. I loved my friends from school, but I got something different from these people. They felt more directly in line with the way my brain worked. It felt a little creepy telling my parents, hey, look at all these new friends I made on the internet, but since they were on YouTube, I could actually see their faces, so I knew that I was messing with a guy or girl my own age who genuinely had the same interests as me, as opposed to some pervy old dude hiding behind a fake screen name, pretending to be a 14-year-old girl. I set up my Ricky Dillon channel at exactly the right time. I'm part of the lucky first wave that got into YouTube early, back when making friends with strangers on the site was much easier than it is now. At that time... There were only a handful of megastars, and they engaged a lot more directly with fans by hosting video contests. You could easily upload your video to their video response section, which sadly doesn't exist anymore. And if they liked you best, you get a special shout-out, which introduced you to all of their subscribers. I have Brayton on her SoCal Asio 888 channel to thank for my first few thousand subscribers, which are always the hardest to get. I entered two of her contests and music videos of TikTok and Starstruck by Theo 3, and I placed really high both times. In that same spirit, the first themed challenge to kickstart this book not only brings back that tradition, but encourages you to reach out and make a new friend. Challenge. Hashtag friend founder for Ricky. Reach out to someone you know met before, but know has similar hobbies or passion, and collab with them. The project can be literally anything. A challenge from this book one you've seen on YouTube, or something you two make up on your own. Some tips on finding a new friend. Search social media, join an extracurricular activity at school, or scour the comments section on my YouTube page. Challenge. Hashtag dog walk for Ricky. Gather up as many dogs as you can and see how many you can walk at once. Start with your own if you have one, and then borrow from friends and family. Just make sure each one actually likes other dogs first. Family My family has always been really active, and starting when I was around age 7, we began an annual holiday tradition of hitting a ski resort for a week. Every year we'd pick a different destination and never went back to the same place twice. Not because we never enjoyed ourselves, but because we loved adventure and liked trying out new places and mountains. We traveled to Colorado, Arizona, West Virginia, and my all-time favorite, Deer Valley and Park City, Utah. The mountains up there make you feel like you're on top of the entire world. All you see around you for miles are these white-crested peaks of pure wilderness, and you really get a sense of just how huge and beautiful America is. It's pretty humbling. Those vacations are some of my best memories growing up. I was only in second grade when we started. My parents trusted that I was old enough not to face plant in the bunny slopes, and it turns out they probably could have started me out much younger. I took to skiing like a kitty to catnip, 
It gave me a natural high. It's odd that I was so good at skiing right off the bat because when I'm walking around on my plain old feet, I'm normally pretty clumsy. But I remember taking one class on the kitty hill, looking at all the other children toppling over before they even started down the four-foot slope and being like, nope, give me the mountain. Most ski resorts use a color or shape rating system to determine the difficulty of different slopes. A green circle means easy, while double black diamonds means possible death. Tara, my dad, and I would always go for single black diamonds, but sometimes we'd come across a double black trail that both Tara and my dad could definitely handle, but I was still too young to take. I'd be able to tell that Tara wanted to follow my dad on the mountain, but she always chose to stick with me instead and take the slightly easier route. She'd use the time to help me get even better at maneuvering my skis. Since I looked up to her so much and wanted to be like her, I memorized everything she taught me and was soon tackling harder and harder trails. Sharing the thrill of downhill skiing only reinforced my relationship with Tara.